Welcome to Pod Almighty, your monthly podcasting masterclass. This show is all about putting our radio and broadcasting experience to good use to help you achieve your podcast aims. I'm James Marriott. I worked full-time in radio for the best part of two decades, and now I help other businesses and individuals to create, launch, grow, and develop a successful podcast of their own through my business, Sound Media. And I'm Ellie Codling, former radio producer, music scheduler, and programming coordinator, and I'm now working as a podcast producer and editor with many clients around the UK, helping them launch their podcasts and support and manage and edit them along the way. We want to put our experience and, more importantly, our contact books to good use to help other podcasters. So today we are talking all things graphic design with George Lodwick, who's the founder of Lodwick Designs uh, and works with a variety of podcasters. George, thank you for joining us. My first question to you uh, is a fairly wide one. Does graphic design actually matter when it comes to podcasting? I mean, it's audio, isn't it? Surely graphic design doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I mean, it's as you, as you know, James, it's the most common question I get asked. Um, and the easiest analogy that I normally go with when answering that is it's not, although it's audio, it's not too dissimilar from, from a movie. Um, you know, if you if someone releases a movie, you don't just plaster the cover all over the place, you know, bringing the inside of the podcast out of it into content and into, into marketing tools is, is super important. The way that I always look upon it is that um, you can think about your podcast as a podcast or you can think about your podcast as one part or the the first part of what ultimately becomes a brand and mm-hmm. that's what you really want isn't it we all want our podcast to be successful and successful when it comes to podcasting means that it ultimately is more than just a podcast that people listen to once a week or once a month and therefore the visual elements to it are just equally important and i think i've made the mistake uh, when i first started podcasting of probably not really recognizing that importance and perhaps thinking ah just kind of doing it myself or getting a mate to throw something together in ms paint or something will 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 do the will do the job and it sort of does but then you're always stuck at at kind of a certain level aren't you and and so um that that visual element is a huge part of what pushes you on we are drawn to the way things look generally aren't we so if we bear in mind the fact that for for a lot of us uh, the first experience that we'll have of finding a podcast that we like is probably through something like social media. So it is visual, the first experience we have of a podcast. Agreed. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like you say, the thing is with it is it's always a podcast, like you said, is audio, right? So just, just generally the idea of what what it looks like visually is just always always seems like it's it seems appropriate to put it on the back burner. But but really, I think it is just, just as important as the content of the podcast in in terms of getting people just to press the the play button yeah because it's the first thing you see isn't it if you're gonna look for a Mm. podcast before you've heard it you've seen it Mm -hmm. so it's it's got to stand out what would you say the key features on on that artwork to really draw a listener in i mean it it depends on the vehicle of your podcast i would say you know if you're you're coming from a place where you want your podcast to um, resonate with people that are already in your industry. So, you know, for example, you, you had a recruitment podcast or, you know, a radio podcast. The, the best idea for that would to be get the cover looking as attractive as you can for that audience. Whereas, 
if you're doing it for yourself as a you know you're known as as yourself is your brand then it's really important to get your face on there it's just important to really get across the actual meaning of the vehicle basically so you know you want to attract people for the content or you want to attract people for your personal brand if, if that makes sense yeah i think i think what what i kind of take from that a little bit george is um actually how this just plays into a much wider strategy and understanding why you're podcasting and understanding what you're kind of working towards and therefore the the level of help that you need with something like uh, graphic design really starts to become clear when you sort of understand where you're at and where you're working towards and for me and and ellie i guess you're kind of the same that the majority of people that we work with are, are, are podcasting for their business and whether it's directly for their business or whether it's just kind of like um a side project that's just designed to increase their profile that ultimately is going to help them when it comes to um to to, to business it, it, it all comes back to the same point and 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 therefore you would not launch a business without having you know at very least um a little bit of you know a logo and some idea of of your visual identity and kind of fonts and things like um that or or if you do you're probably not going to do very very well and and it's the same when you know you bring a podcast into that equation it's just dead important to 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 kind of have that and 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 do that what what kind of clients do you generally find yourself working with george so so it's a lot of a lot of quite serious podcasts to be honest in terms of the content so so they'll all be kind of in recruitment um or in tech there's not a lot which is a shame of a lot of kind of passion projects that i deal with which i'd like to take a bit more on um but i'm i'm more kind of my expertise is kind of podcast coming from the inside of a business it's like what you were saying james it all comes down to the strategy at the start doesn't it you need to always be thinking about who your listener is who you're targeting and that comes down to the artwork as well your brand getting your message across and so what's your thoughts on canva what's that would that be a good place to start i mean i actually did a video about this last week but yes and no canva is excellent for for small tasks once you've already got a base of your branding yeah but but really, a brand is about so much more than shapes and colours, right? There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes in my role that you just can't do on a on a free-to-design platform. You know, there's lots of things um, around, you know, colour feelings, fonts, spacing, you know, iconography. You, you're just, you're kind of freestyling on Canva. So it is a good tool for once you've got all that sorted beforehand, you can create whatever you want on that platform. Great. But I think when it comes to branding it at the grassroots I, I don't think it's the best option for sure yeah no that makes a lot of sense I, i'd echo that as well in that i am a canva user and i'm I, i'm quite upfront and honest about um about that and george you've done a lot of design work for, for me which has been brilliant and i found I, I hope a really happy medium now whereby i i have kind of the bespoke stuff that you design and then it's quite easy for me to tweak things just as i need them for kind of certain posts for social media and stuff like that and that seems to be a a really clever way of sort of using something like Canva mm-hmm. because for a lot of people it's just not achievable to have a full-time graphic designer that you think I want to do a new image to go with my podcast episode this week well I can't afford to pay someone every week to to do that but kind of that initial setup of of, of kind of you know creating a template that I can reuse and then every so often I will come back to you and say actually needs a bit of a refresh now can we do this can we do the other suddenly it becomes kind of a cost-effective thing so in my, in my mind I wonder if something like Canva is actually kind of positive in in the general scheme of graphic 
design because it, it does open up something that once upon a time I would have thought I'll never be able to afford to go deep into something like graphic design it's just it's it was off limits to to, to people for a while and now suddenly kind of using this combination of a designer and canva kind of means that it's a little bit um more accessible which is uh brilliant there is a downside to it and i'm sure you'll echo this um george and, and probably you as well ellie i sometimes see people's podcasts and i see their cover art and straight away i'll go that's a template from canva you can spot it a mile off and it, and it's just one of the first that they come to where they just kind of scroll through and think oh that's all right i'll take i'll take that and do very little to change it sometimes even it's still got kind of like canva watermarks on on some of the stuff with it um and that for me is where it does become a negative because that kind of screams to me like you just don't care enough to actually take a little bit of time to make something that is personalized to you and actually this brings us back to the same point doesn't it there's always going to be a point whereby you need someone that really knows what they're doing to be able to create that really important top level top folder stuff like your cover art mm -hmm. just just to add to that quickly james there's also another aspect of again i'm a big advocate of canva for, for saving your business money you now as, as i've said before but that there's one other downside is that when when somebody is doing something themselves there's a very fine line between what you think looks good and what everyone else thinks looks good. And a lot of people will make something on Canva, think that looks great, get no feedback on it at all or no external expertise and just post it. So it, it can be a very, you know, you're only limited to your laptop screen and it can be a very one-sided kind of process. Yeah, and it's, that... it's, a, it's, it's apparent and that's where you get the, like you said, James, it's quite quite obvious when when that comes into play i think from an outsider when you see that yeah that that's a really interesting point you make there as well george in that that crosses over in podcasting in general i think in that every element that you do you good it's good to get the feedback you should always be getting your feedback from your listeners listen back to your own podcast yourself take another listen some people don't even edit theirs but um the edit process can be quite cathartic in listen in finding out more and it's the same, isn't it? This at the point you're talking about that we've not even heard your podcast yet, but you need someone's view and opinion before they've even heard your content of what is this about? What does this what does this um, piece of artwork say to you of what this is going to sound like? And feedback is is crucial in every stage of podcasting, even at this point. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I um, one thing that that always kind of jumps out at, at me is that I don't think that like I, I'm going to just refer to us now as just like you know everyday people. By that I mean people who aren't graphic designers. I, I'm not sure that we normally see the value in stuff like um, leaving space on a design. Um, we and, and certainly when I've done stuff before, my temptation is to just try and fill every little bit of space on a on a design because I never think about actually leaving some some space there is is ultimately going to make it look better. And yet I'll I'll then see a design that someone like George does for me, and I'm like, oh wow, that looks brilliant. But actually, a lot of it there's nothing there, and 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 there there's the, they're the sort of elements that we don't really understand when we don't have that kind of graphic design experience and background is is that a fair comment yeah i mean it's it's difficult because i i look at it in kind of maybe an extreme way um you know i'll, I'll walk through life finding a poster and saying Do you know what that could be maybe like three millimeters to the left <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's difficult there's two things but I, yeah it, it is for sure it's a fair point i think
I think it's a fair point, James, because I'm no graphic designer. I'm that that person that you're talking to, the everyday person, and I I wouldn't think of the use of space in, in that way. So definitely bringing someone on board like George is going to be an asset to what you're trying to launch as your podcast. So what's, what's your thoughts then, George? Sometimes you see on um, podcasts, You've got your show, you've got your show artwork, and then somebody's all, some people always like to create a new piece of artwork per episode. What do you see the advantages in that? You, you only really know what's inside that podcast and, until you press the play button if all you've got is just the cover. Um, so I think, you know, why wouldn't you? It's, it's like just tagging it onto what you said on Canva. You know, if, you, if you've got your branding already on there, it's you're already paying your subscription to make it. Why, why would you not? produce extra content to to drag people into that episode you know so a lot of people will kind of introduce the guest or you know take a quote from the podcast and i the more content the better i i think really obviously there's a top end limit but you know to try and produce just things to drag people in is just always it's just always going to be beneficial i feel yeah i think for certainly from from a, a podcasting perspective as well i think we're seeing things change a little bit now whereby um the ability to upload an episode specific cover art image is is something that's been knocking around for a little while and and for a long time i kind of thought why would anyone do this because you don't really see it anywhere maybe on you know your your own website for your podcast but then spotify um ad- adopted that so now you'll you'll come across podcasts in in spotify where every episode have has a different image and there's a there's a there's a real kind of extreme on this there's a real plus side to it and there's a real downside to it so i'll sometimes see whereby they'll upload say a a picture of the guest as the image for that episode and 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 therefore you look down the list of episodes and every every one of them's got a completely different image next to it Mm -hmm. um and and that looks unusual to me because i'm used to podcasts generally when, when you've got a list of episodes it will always be that same cover art image the the plus side to it obviously is that you are able to perhaps have a sort of a template whereby you can um you know keep maintain like the same background um and and elements of the same wording but perhaps dropping a different photograph of a different guest for each mm-hmm. um episode so what would your thoughts be on 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 that george because i, I mm. my my immediate thought is that actually you can go too far in terms of changing um, cover our episode completely for every different episode but having the basis of and it takes us back to what we said at the beginning is it? it's having the basis of an actual thought out design package that you're able to just adjust and tweak for these things i mean it, it goes back to the importance of of branding itself um this can work i think changing the, the cover every episode but you, your branding's got to be strong enough to punch through that um the person on the front shouldn't really there shouldn't shouldn't be a thought of is this the same podcast as the last one you know the branding should be so strong that it would it would it's you know anything you anything you put on that cover artwork it's apparent that it's attached to to what you've already got okay um and and another question that i wanted to um ask you which which i find really fascinating so let's imagine that you're creating a podcast for someone um you're creating the cover art image sorry for for someone and and you know maybe it's a little bit of a passion project but they're approaching it with like a real element of professionalism to it but they don't have existing branding um you know they don't have kind of like a logo and stuff like um stuff like that how how does the process work when you kind of start with literally you've got a a blank computer screen in front of you 
how do you start making decisions about what elements to include and 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 how to start putting together something for someone when they don't already have kind of a brand guidelines in 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 place how does that process work so so the most important thing for me in that process and it sounds a bit of a cop out but but kind of inspiration you know you most people if they want to start a podcast are, are going to be inspired by podcasts that they've already listened to um or they've already seen so so taking it back to what inspired them to start it in the first place what they've listened to or, or you know in my case what they've seen before um is a big starter and then it's just about pulling like you say about that level of passion project and and professional together in somewhere on the scale that they're comfortable with and somewhere that relates to them and then, and then obviously simple things of just like you know what's the message of the podcast the the color scheme and the the style of font etc is going to be based around that you know you talk do you have a podcast that's based around you and your mates talking then we're probably going to have some crazy font on there but if you're talking about you know business development or something similar than that then, then we'll, we'll base something a bit more appropriate to that hmm. well and so you often see well like we were just saying you know people put the um, guest photos on and they change each episode so you can see the the person that's guest what about creating your own photos for your artwork do you think it's worth having your own stock images or again refer to canva what what's the benefits if there are in, any in, term, in terms of your own stock images or? yeah having some stock images of yeah that you've taken for yourself is it worth paying a photographer and getting some quality photos done yeah i, I mean it's, it just comes you know it comes down to you the better the camera that <laughs> sounds stupid but the better obviously the you know the better the camera the better the, the photo really and obviously you, you want this high quality um assets on on any piece of design as you can really because but you know something that's something that's fuzzy is just going to not not hit the same so it's quite fairly simplified answer but yeah the most definitely is it's always worth you know paying for the highest quality visual pieces you can in terms of in terms of photography yeah what I'm finding quite interesting is that we're talking about a few different subjects and yet we seem to come back to the same point on quite a lot of them. So that is, what do you want someone to think? What do you want someone to feel when they see your you know, your artwork for the first time? If it's a bit of a grainy photograph or, or it's you know, a bit washed out and it's quite obvious that someone has taken it themselves on perhaps a, a phone camera from a few years ago that's that's not that's not brilliant you were human beings and, and we kind of make a judgment don't we at that point you know we we, we can't really help it you will you'll make a, a judgment about a, a, a brand or a person or a business based on that stuff that you uh that you see from the from the outset and that's that's really important i think particularly when you think about stuff like logos branding websites all this stuff you very quickly make a decision don't you about what kind of business something is on the on the basis of, of what you see about it so mm. um you know that that brings us back to the point that we were talking about earlier really which is whereabouts do you want to see yourself within the, the podcast marketplace because yeah you can do it yourself on on um canva and and you know for a lot of um podcasters 
less and less so, I would say. I would kind of say prob they probably don't really need to do any of this stuff if it's just something they're doing for a laugh, for a bit of a passion project that's just for a bit of fun and they don't really want to spend any money on it, but they also don't really care what kind of audience they get. Mm. And I probably wouldn't say, yeah, you need to you need to invest some money into design because mm. you, you probably don't. But then you'll also get bored after six months and you'll pack it in. So, you know, the people that, that really want to make a good go of this and, and that are really looking to make an impact you know you you, it, you wouldn't just have a go at designing your own website although that's probably something i've had a go at that we've probably all had a go at that at some point mm. or other um and you quickly realize i need to get someone that actually knows what they're doing to um to 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 do this what what about i, I mentioned there about a logo so um in my experience something like getting a logo design tends to be a bit more expensive than just asking someone to kind of you know knock up a, a, an image from existing um things do you think something like a podcast and this is a question to both of you something like a podcast needs a logo as such or is it just about picking an appropriate font i think the actual the actual medium of a podcast artwork is actually kind of too small to be thinking about using a logo as as your main piece of branding most of the time you're only acting on a an iphone screen or you know something small so i think it's it's probably a lot well it's a lot more valuable to go with some solid branding in terms of, you know, colors and, and imagery rather than a, a logo, because unless you want that logo as the cover art, it's, I don't, it's not going to serve as much purpose sitting in the corner in terms of, you know, monetary value, you've put three quarters of your budget into having the logo made that sits in the top right hand corner and the rest of it, you've had to skimp and make yourself, you know, it's, I don't think it's, it's not as valuable within this specific industry. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's that, that's absolutely true as well. And then, like you say, James, you and I mainly work with businesses anyway, and their podcasts are used as a marketing tool for their business. So why you would, in that instance, you would make sure your logo is well seen on your podcast sure. artwork. But um, if you're starting out, blank canvas, what? who's my audience, the avatar, everything, and down to that, then, yeah, I think George is right. Your colours and your that style of brand is probably more relevant than the actual logo but if you're a business don't forget your logo on that artwork oh yeah for sure for sure yeah and, and you know I, I think it's kind of fine to maybe start a podcast without something like uh, a logo and and just you know kind of you, you i always say to people it doesn't really matter how much planning and preparation you put into it you'll definitely find after six months that you've there are things that you've changed about how you approach your podcast the stuff that you learn along the way and you learn actually maybe a bit more about who the audience is and that means you slightly tweak the content of it and it's the same when it comes to the actual visual appearance of your podcast you might have an idea before you start about what you want it to look like but after six months you'll really know you'll understand because you'll 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 kind of this thing will have got wheels and it'll be you know it, it will be uh it'll be it'll be running you know you'll, you'll you'll find out actually stuff about your podcast that you didn't really know about before you started and that's the point there where you go all right now we can start turning this into a brand and it can have a logo and that does mean that we can do stuff like really branding up our social media pages and it's really worth doing it at that point because you really know you really know what your um podcast is um and and that's really really interesting uh, george you said something in there that that i want to go back to um and that is something that i think so many people 
overlook. And this is very specific about when we're talking about podcast cover art. And so there, there, there is stuff about podcast cover art that I still find a lot of podcasters probably don't know before they, they really start, which is it's got to be within certain dimensions. It's got to be within a certain file size for Apple to be happy with it. Um, and those two don't necessarily always go hand in hand. So it's got to be a minimum of 1,400 pixels squared uh, and a maximum of 3,000 pixels squared. But it's also got to fit within a certain size range, which sometimes does mean that you're kind of back and forth with your designer, kind of getting them to nudge down the size of the file a, a, a little bit. Um, it's got to be in the RGB colour space, which I think most design work probably is nowadays but that's yep. just something worth bearing in mind because if it's if it's not i can't remember the name of the other um color space you'll you'll know it george off off the top of your head but um probably, yeah the, cmyk or something that's the one um the you'll find that your podcast just gets rejected by different podcasters so it's really important to um to know that but and and this is the bit where it, it doesn't come down to you know uh, set rules but podcast cover art i always describe this to, to to clients as if you imagine at its smallest when you're playing a podcast on your phone and it's displaying the the cover art kind of like really small resolution it's about the size of uh, a sugar cube that's what you've got to work with so if you've got really intricate wording on there that looks brilliant when it's it's on a full-size screen that's fabulous but people aren't going to see that when they're actually looking at it in in probably the most likely resolution that they are to see it so i always say to people look you know a general mantra less is more when it comes to cover art keep it simple and try and keep have as little wording on there as you can do so that what you do include can be as, as big as possible so that you can actually see it certainly the important stuff you need to be able to see it when it's at really small resolution and um, what what other kind of things do you kind of see as being kind of important kind of style pointers when it comes specifically to cover art george yeah, so I, I always tend to edge people to go towards one really short names is is quite, is quite important, you know, three, four word names. Um, just so you said, James, you can just get that real big and bold on there. I usually try and go for one one kind of piece of iconography that kind of represents the theme of the podcast. So, you know, you might have a you know football behind somewhere on there. You know, it doesn't have to be the main image on there, but something subtle that can can obviously fill out that space just to give immediate context to what the podcast is on. And then, and then as well, just, just with the color things, you know, you, you don't want to have 60 different colors on there because it just becomes, it just becomes a blur when it's the size of a sugar cube. So you want to go with just, you know, it's just big, like you said, big, bold, short as possible with the title, um, real bold iconography on there. Um, you just want to make it, make it pop in the smallest space you've got really. I mean, I'm coming at this quite... I am that person that doesn't know a lot about graphic design so or design, and it, this conversation's really useful. I mean, we know, like James has said, he advises um, his to his podcasters, don't, don't do anything too complicated because majority of people are looking at it as a thumbnail, and that's the same advice I give, and title length as well. I mean, that's a whole new discussion, isn't it? How to brainstorm your title length to make that part of your avatar to get your listener who is your listener that the same with your art your title needs to be the same as to tell them this is going to be for me so but bearing in mind what you're saying george no more than four words set yourself another challenge for sure 
some really interesting points there. Um, George, if there's anyone that's kind of listened to this, be it someone that's thinking about getting into podcasting or someone that's an existing podcaster who's th- who's now thinking, God, I've really neglected this and I've approached it all wrong. What's your kind of advice for the for the next best step for someone that's now panicking, thinking, I need some help when it comes to my graphic design? Okay, so, so kind of, again, going back to the size of it, you know, if you've already got a podcast artwork and you haven't bothered to do anything more than that, you're okay. All you've got to change is a podcast artwork, you know, essentially. So these, these things can be changed quite easily. And again, just to reiterate, moving forward, I just think you need to be thinking about the max amount of content you can to attract people to that episode. It's just really important, I think. You know, introduce your guests properly, give context on where they're from and what the episode's going to be covering. Uh, you know, give some kind of some kind of standout quote from the episode that's going to get people thinking it's just it's just the same i always picture it as a you know you could have a room full of treasure but if the door looks rubbish you're not going to open it that's a that's a brilliant yeah, note for us is. to um to, to close on that's brilliant thank you george thank you for your um thoughts and really interesting stuff um in there and hopefully lots for people to um to think about uh, if there's a subject that you would like us to cover or maybe a guest that we should talk to on a future episode then please let us know and join us every month as we explore the big wide world of podcasting if you want to find out more about us head to wearesoundmedia.com and we will see you soon on pod almighty Thank you.